Hello and welcome to Insights, the podcast with your host, Joe Parnay. Join me in this deep exploration of our personal journeys from ambition to meaning, where we stop living life fast and start living life deep. This is a journey of waking up and realizing that our lives have never been about us, but about others. True success leaves positive ripple effects on other souls. I believe that success needs to be redefined from our own personal ambitious endeavors to be redefined as the value that we leave and give to others around us. Join me now as we begin this journey to deeper connections, even more fulfillment, some fun, curiosity, life, love, and all good things. Your deeper journey from ambition to meaning starts right now. Hey everyone, it's Joe here. Welcome to episode 36. Thank you so much for joining me. Look, I thought today we would go a little bit deeper into the single most powerful force in human behavior, hands down, and that is our identity. <clears throat> in previous episodes, I've I've shared a bit of insight into identity. I just thought I'd go to another level here in this particular episode, and I want to show you how this is so true, that identity, our self-concept, how we view ourselves and our position in this world or where we're at in this world is by, there's no doubt in my mind, it's one of the most powerful forces in human behavior. And I'll show you why in a moment. Just to give you a bit of a sound bite, the reason why it's so powerful is because we will do anything consciously or not to remain consistent with how we view ourselves. Consistency around our identity is one of the ways that we can place our own psychological order on the chaos of the universe. And by chaos, I'm not reflecting or talking about the current state of affairs in the world. The chaos and the disorder of the world has been with us from the year dot. Let's be very, very clear. And a lot of previous generations have gone through a lot worse than what we are currently going through. Um, So all that aside. So what I want to talk about, though, is I want to show you how the power of identity infiltrates every nook and every cranny of your experience, every part of it. So to understand this, I'm going to um, refer to one of the models that I created in my emotional fitness formula work. And that is, it's it's like a, um, a flow chart, I guess you could say, of how it is that emo- emotions are actually created. And I'll, and I'll show you how our sense of identity, how it's linked to the emotional themes that show up in our lives. So there's no doubt that emotions are like, you know, are the color of our lives, like color is to a TV, uh, to use a very old metaphor. Um, emotions, you know, liven up, if that's such a word, liven up the experience of our life. It is the color of our world. Our emotions are absolutely the color of our world. We know that it's not the physical environment that we are experiencing. We are experiencing our interpretation through the filters of our emotions of their current environment. We've all been in the same physical environment, feeling in a different mood, and that same physical environment is experienced completely differently. I mean, just next door to us here, which I, I shared this in a podcast a little while ago, you know, next door to us here is the, is the church of which my grandfather, um, my grandfather's funeral was, was about 10 years ago. And that particular day, that was the first time in my life I had experienced someone dying uh, close to my life, right? And so my whole, 
you know, uh, day was colored in the emotions of mourning, reflection, sadness, um, grief, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and so the color of the day, I guess you could say, was gray, but the emotional flavor, I mean, I'm in the same physical environment where I've experienced joy, out-of-control laughter, um, absolute deep connection with the closest of friends, like everything else to the opposite of that I've experienced in the same physical environment. So we're not experiencing the environment. We're experiencing the emotional themes or the emotional flavor that we're bringing into that environment. So where do emotions come from? Emotions come from the meaning that we give our thoughts and what we're focusing on. If you can just bear with me with this uh, thread of thought or thought thread or whatever you want to call this, um, because I'm going to show you how emotions link to our identity and how our sense, our self-concept, our sense of self, who we believe that we are, what we believe we're capable of and so on or not capable of and so on, I'll show you now how that impacts our emotions, which therefore impacts every single iota of interpretation of every chunk of reality that we experience on a daily basis. So our emotions come from the meanings that we give our thoughts. So if you can think of the letters TME, thoughts, meaning, emotion. And, and another word for thoughts is what we focus on. So what we focus on, what we think about, there's a meaning that we attach to that thought. And then it's the meaning of that thought, that interpretation of the... So another word for meaning is our interpretation of that thought that creates the emotion. Now, what influences our thought themes, what influences what we actually focus on is the quality and the health of our perspective. So now you've got perspective, which brings on certain thoughts, which then creates a certain meaning, which produces a certain emotional experience. So the health of our perspective definitely has a waterfall and cascading effect all the way down to our emotional themes. Now, what influences significantly the quality of our, our perspective is our identity, how we see ourselves. And I'll give you an example of all of this in a moment. So our sense of identity, who we believe that we are, the how we view our self-concept of ourselves, how healthy our esteem is or, un or unhealthy it is or how we see ourselves in this world, our identity, our sense of self, definitely has an influence on the quality of our perspective. And the quality of our perspective influences what we notice in the world, what we focus on. In other words, what we think about and associated with that is the meaning that we give those thoughts and hence our emotional state. So let me give you an example of this. So at an identity level, at an identity level, if we view ourselves as a victim, a victim of circumstance, a victim of life, it's we just see the central theme of our self-concept of, of our identity, if it's victim mentality, well, if we've got a victim mentality, you know, we're a victim of our own thinking, our victim mentality is going to have a direct impact on the quality of our perspective. So our perspective on life might be that life is unfair, that um, fundamentally every human being is a victim to this, that, and the other, to the government, to that, and so on. If, that, if our identity is immersed in victimhood, our perspective will be affected accordingly. And our perspective gets fueled by the thoughts that we have. So our perspective influences the quality of our thoughts. So our thoughts and what we focus on is pretty much a way of us gathering evidence of why our perspective is accurate. So if I believe that I'm a victim, I'm going to be focusing on gathering all the evidence and the thoughts around why that is true. Because remember, 
We are wanting to be as consistent as possible, whether we are consciously or unconsciously aware, <laughs> if that makes any sense, whether we're aware of it or whether we're not, every single human being is doing everything that they can to remain consistent with their self-notion, with their self-concept. So if my identity is one of victim, my perspective is going to be one of um, how the world is unfair and life is unfair. And therefore, the quality of my thoughts that are an extension of my perspective are going to be influenced by that. So my thoughts, the, 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 my thought themes, what I focus on is a reflection of the evidence I'm gathering to support my perspective because I need to gather evidence to create that consistency so I can view myself somewhere in this world. And therefore, the evidence that I'm gathering through my thoughts associated with that is a certain meaning and hence the emotional state that I feel in most of my life most of the time. So do you get how, and I'll give you a positive resourceful example of all of this in a second. So can you get how if our sense of identity is one that's unresourceful, one that's dark and one that is victim mentality, how that cascades into our perspective on life and our perspective has got to be backed up by the thoughts that we have. So we're gathering evidence to support the perspective that we're building to be, remain consistent with who we believe that we are in the sense of our identity. So therefore, the meanings that we put onto those thoughts are going to be affected, and so is our emotional state. So our sense of identity cascades all the way down to how we're feeling about everything in our lives. Now, on the other hand, if our, if our identity, our self-concept is healthy, we've got a solid self-esteem, we love ourselves, we, we respect ourselves, we, we have a healthy view of who we believe that we are. Now, if that's the case, guess what? Our perspective is going to be affected. So now in a positive way. So if, if I've got a healthy identity, a, a good sense of self and a solid self-esteem, my perspective on life might be one that's riddled in gratitude and appreciation. My thoughts and my focus points then become mechanisms, if you like, to gather evidence as to why I should be grateful and appreciative for the world and my life. And if my thoughts are gathering evidence to support the great the gratitude and appreciation I have for my life as a perspective, then the meanings I'm going to be associating to my thoughts are going to be supporting that. And hence, my emotional state, generally speaking, is going to be pretty good. Now, at the risk of sounding like a bit of a dick to you, right, I've got to tell you that my sense of self is um, pretty healthy in the sense that I've got a solid esteem. I, I think I'm well-grounded and... Um, I've got a healthy view of myself, if that makes sense, because if you turn that up too much, it becomes arrogance, and if you turn it down too lowly, it becomes a, a, a victimhood, right? So there's a bit delicate balance between arrogance and being a victim. So I see myself somewhere in the middle in terms of how I live my life, and the reason why I, I believe that's true is because most of the time, my emotional state is pretty good. Why is my emotional state pretty good most of the time? Because of the meaning I associate the thoughts that I have in my life, which not all, but most of my thoughts are linked to my perspective, which is riddled in appreciation and gratitude. So because identity is, is, um, is, is, is solid, it's uh, resourceful, it's grounded, there's good esteem there um, without it being too over the top or too underdone, my perspective of gratitude and appreciation is an extension of how I see myself. And therefore, the perspective is going to have an influence on the quality of my thoughts and the quality of my thoughts are going to be interpreted through a meaning which has an effect on my emotions. So can you see how, and if you can just picture this as a mental flowchart, being a podcast, I can't show you this, you can only hear this, but if you can just imagine on top of the flowchart our identity, which has a direct impact on our perspective. So there's fundamentally 
five sort of points here, right? There's our identity, one, our identity, which influences two, our perspective, which directly influences three, our thoughts and what we focus on, which directly affects the meaning, that's number four, the meaning that we give our thoughts, and number five is finally our emotional state. So our sense of self is really, really important, hence the reason why it's well worth spending the time to become what I call emotionally fit. The centerpiece of emotional fitness, the core of emotional fitness is having a healthy identity, a healthy self-concept, a healthy view of how we see ourselves in the world. And there's a whole nother conversation that goes with that. But here, in the, in the sense of this particular episode, episode 36 of Insights, I just wanted to give you a different perspective, no pun intended, on our identity because how we view ourselves directly influences the quality of our perspective, which then our thoughts and what we focus on becomes the way that we gather evidence to support that perspective, which is supporting our identity, which we, we need to remain consistent with. And therefore, the meaning that we give those thoughts influences how we feel, generally speaking. Now, of course, we're going to have days where or, or moments or hours or minutes or whatever that we're going to be feeling really angry or sad or depressed or delighted or whatever. I'm not talking about the extreme ends of the scale. I'm talking about generally speaking, when life is not riddled with extreme challenges, when things are relatively normal, if that makes any sense. I know that's a weird comment in the current climate of the world, but you know what I mean, where your relationships are generally, you know, in that normal range of how they feel. That um, you know, life is there's no extremities in that life experience. So that's that's um, I'm talking about the 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 mid the midpoint if that makes any sense. So our sense of identity, our sense of identity directly influences the quality of our perspective, which influences what we focus on, which are our thoughts. The meaning that we give those thoughts infiltrates all of our emotional themes. So our sense of identity, which we want to remain consistent with, is very, very, very powerful. So I thought I'd just, I'm going to wrap up this insight now, but I just thought I'd just share this different perspective on how important it is, how you see yourself. Because, and and, and by the way, because a, a great question, if I had an audience, live audience here, a great question that I could potentially be asked is, you know, that's great, Joe, but how do we change our identity if we aren't happy with it? And the first step to anything is what you have is awareness, an awareness that you are, you have got the power to slowly start shifting the way that you view yourself. And maybe we'll dedicate another podcast episode to that at some point. So anyway, that, I'm gonna, that's a wrap for today. That's what I thought I'd uh, share with you. And I hope that um, life is treating you well. And of course, you know, that is a reflection of how you see yourself in this world because, remember, the physical environment does not determine how you feel. It's your perspective, which is linked to your identity, that determines how you feel about your environment. And I will always, always refer to Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, when he was living in the darkest of hells in one of the most violent, abusive, awful, to say the extreme least, concentration camps in the, in the Second World War, he was exposed to all kinds of torturous experiences, and yet the man survived because of his emotional state that was linked to his 
thoughts and the meaning he was giving his thoughts and the perspective and his identity. He saw himself as someone who needed to survive this so he could show the world how you can create your own meanings that no external world can touch your inner world if you choose to not allow it to touch your inner world. And um, that's the essence of this message is the outer world, your experiences of it are not the world itself. It's how you view it through your emotional themes, the meaning that you give your thoughts, the quality of your perspective. And ultimately, of course, our perspective is influenced by how we see ourselves and our our sense of self and our identity. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed and got some value out of this particular episode. Um, Trust you're all doing as well as can be. And I will see you or see you. I will kind of sort of see you in the next episode coming up in another week. So thanks for tuning in. And once again, thanks for all your wonderful messages. And I appreciate that very much. And I look forward to uh, the next episode of Insights. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy your morning, enjoy your afternoon, or enjoy your evening wherever you're tuning in from. Talk soon. Bye for now. I'm Joe Pane, and you've been listening to Insights, the podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can now follow my insights on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'm looking forward to being with you again very soon in the next episode of Insights, the podcast.